This week on Socratic Cinema. Yeah. By the way, I get your kids, and I'm also the <laughs> president now. I'm also pre- Oh, I'm not popular, so now I'm going to become the bully and murder everyone sort of trope. Hurt that doesn't people hurt people. <laughs> people would be like, oh, that's Diana Ross. I know, it's one <laughs> step Diana worse Ross? than the Superman. A What's her black last name? woman? <gasps> What's her last name again? Prince. Welcome back to another episode of Socratic Cinema, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Charlie Heatherly. My name is James Delicio. And I'm Casey Clark. And today, we're doing something really special. We are in person recording for the first time in forever, it feels like. I mean, it's been a, like, what, a year at uh, this point? The last episode we recorded in person was Moonrise Kingdom. Ooh. Um, so it's been a while, but we're back live in studio on the air, sitting like... Six feet apart across from each other. <laughs> it's really bizarre. But I, I'm glad to be back, guys. We're back. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's weird looking to people's eyes when I'm talking. Yeah. I'm just going to make sure to really just never blink while I'm looking at them, although you guys won't be able to see that. But uh, enough about this recording. We're sorry if things sound a little scuffed because, you know, it's been a little bit. It's been a little bit of time since we've done this setup. But without any further ado, let's get into the movie of the hour or next 45 minutes, however long we decide to talk about it for, Wonder Woman 1984. Yay. Yeah, not not really that awesome, uh, because I don't even know what the hell I'm going to say about this movie. I'm going to pass it off to Casey. What do you think about Wonder Woman 1984? What's your personal review? Well, as I was watching it, because you guys had already kind of filled me in on all of the things kind of bad with the movie so i was going in trying to be optimistic but there's a lot of things that don't make sense which honestly make it like a mediocre movie like it's not horrible it's not like egregiously bad but it's just like eh. yeah eh. i feel that i feel that hard i I didn't hate it, like you, either. There's a lot of individual components of this movie that I really enjoyed. Um, but there was a whole lot that was just really boring, and, and it felt unfocused, and it was just way too long of a movie. It had no right to be two hours and 30 minutes, I think. Yeah. Um, and it was just, the ending was kind of unsatisfying to me, too. There, there weren't really a whole lot of repercussions for anything bad that happened. I don't know, it was just... Weird, a big disappointment coming off of the first one, which I really liked. So, Charlie, I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, for sure. I think that the problem with this movie is I don't think it understands its message. Number one, like it keeps saying the word truth, but I don't think it knows the meaning of that. Like you can't just keep saying that and then expect us to be like, oh yeah, no truth. You're right. That is important because this movie does nothing to actually flesh out that theme. And I think although it's probably carried a lot by its actors, specifically Pedro Pascal, who I love yes. in this, I think he's great. He did a very good job. Because uh, it's entirely different than anything he's ever done. I mean, he does seem, he's being typecast as the dad of Hollywood, <laughs> though, where he has some sort of child that he needs to save or come back to or protect. Dude, I would love Pedro Pascal as uh, Joel in, in the HBO oh Last God. of Us series they're making. That would be Ooh. interesting. I would love that. Uh, and I hope that they do, although, unfortunately, uh, I don't think he looks enough like Joel for them to... <laughs> he really it would doesn't. be funny if he was the only one that they had that sort of casting shift with. Everyone else looked exactly like the video game characters, and it was just Pedro Pascal as this, like, tall white guy. <laughs> well, the joke is that uh, 
Elliot Page looks a lot like Ellie, so they they should just <gasps> de-age Elliot Page mm-hmm. and have him play Ellie. That gosh, that would be something. I would love that Elliot Page as Ellie. I think that he would do a, a really really good job at that. But you know, who knows? We're not talking about Last of Us today. We're talking about Wonder Woman, which is a really bad movie. I think its main problem, besides the fact that it has like zero attention to theme, is that it just it breaks its own narrative rules like twenty four seven. Like, oh, you have to be touching someone for the wish to work. I mean, we got radio waves. That's like good enough, I guess. Oh, you can only wish once, and then you know you have to renounce that wish. Oh no, we'll get Cheetah to wish twice, and now she's you know a, a Cheetah. Yeah, for the wait, time. she totally had two wishes. No, yeah, yeah. she had two wishes. And they explained it like, oh, I'm feeling generous. Like, no. That's not how the rules <laughs> work. I, I, I will work. say, I I thoroughly enjoyed Pedro Pascal as a villain. I thought he was a unique kind of villain that we haven't really seen very much in, in superhero movies. Like, for once, we don't have, uh, specifically DC. Marvel's pretty good about having unique villains for the most part. But DC, they tend to always just kind of fall victim to like, big gray evil villain with like energy blasts and is really strong like that was yeah. my biggest mm-hmm. complaint with the first wonder woman was that the villain like they had the, that cool poison doctor thing but then the real villain wound up being big gray monster um mm-hmm. so i was glad that they didn't do that i thought the wish power was really fun and sort of seeing it uh kind of develop and unfold and how he gets more and more power with the, the wish thing was very fun to watch and i thought it was unique that he becomes the wish stone i didn't expect that at all um, I don't know if I would have done it differently or not, but I thought it was cool that he became the wish stone. I don't know if he could he wish that in reverse. Do you think he could wish to not be the wish stone anymore? See, maybe. I mean, the movie seems <laughs> to not know, know the rules of it, so <laughs> he could try. Like he wishes and then it kind of like. Well, no, he just, I mean, he just renounces the wish, right? And oh, yeah, he goes, I renounce my wish. Which is, a re- like, no strings attached to this whole wishing thing, right? No. Like, And I love how he can make the terms whatever he wants. Yeah. No, like, yeah. And because that was never in the rules. Like, it was never, the rock didn't make bad things happen. Pedro Pascal just started. No, it does, which is the crazy thing. It doesn't tell you, though. You only figure that out three-fourths of the way into the movie. And then Pedro, oh, yeah, because she did start losing her powers early on. Diana yeah. did. Yeah. yeah. But Pedro Pascal just, like, takes the whole you, there's monkey's paw thing and runs with it. He's like, yeah. by the way, I get your kids, <laughs> and I'm also the president now. I'm also president. Like, but not really, because Reagan or Nixon or whoever is still the president still, like. I think it was Reagan. Yeah, but he said, I want all your authority. So then Pedro Pascal gets all of his authority, but then Reagan still is the president, president. and they're still yeah. listening to him. Figurehead kind of Figurehead. thing, I guess. I don't know. No, yeah. They definitely like pulled kind of like a Jafar. Yes. But not oh well, where it was yeah. like, ah, I want all the power. Mm-hmm. And they really didn't, because for the majority of the movie, I thought that because of Barbara's wish that she was kind of just siphoning off Diana's power. That's what I thought. But like, that's not what it was. Like, it was just because Diana had oh, wished to get her boo was, back. Yeah, it okay. Was like, that's, that's the question. I wonder if... Was the repercussion, was Diana losing her powers a repercussion of Barbara's wish or of Diana's wish? We don't know. Well, I think, I think it's Diana's wish because as soon as she renounces it, like then all of a sudden her hair's bouncy, her eyeliner's (laughs) back in place. That was (laughs) really funny. Yes. Um, I have a really quick question. Is it canon that Wonder Woman can fly? I, yes. It is? My dad had to tell me that, but apparently... Then why does fly. she need an invisible jet? 
a good uh, question. <laughs> I, I don't really know. Also, how does that invisible jet question. part of the movie make any sense? Because Just to get the invisible jet. Yeah, it's well, a fan service. I mean, his name is Trevor in the movie, right? That's uh, Steve. Steve? Steve. Oh, sorry. Guy. Steve, sure. The his most white, boring Trevor. name of all time. Steve... Uh, he w- had the ability to fly without being seen because he was going to do it through the clouds, right? He's that good of a pilot. But, but then Diana's like, radar's a thing, and she's like, okay, well, you know how radar works? We'll just make the plane invisible. It's like, that's, that's not, not how radar, yeah, radar would radar pick is. it up, no? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, uh, it was fun to see the invisible plane. I, yeah. It was a cool visual effect seeing, like, the, the fireworks and all. It was nice. Mm-hmm. I think Gal Gadot, as we learned, Gal Gadot, Gal Gadot, Gal sure. Gadot. <laughs> Just have a tea in there. And Chris Pine really uh, carried this movie. I think. I think their performances were were magical, and I think their chemistry was great in the first one, and I think their chemistry was great in in this one too. They were my favorite part. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, yeah. when I first heard that they were bringing Chris Pine's character back for this movie, I was <laughs> I was really mad. I was thought I was going to hate it. And honestly, that turned out to be one of the least frustrating parts of the movie <laughs> for me. Like that didn't that I thought they were gonna pull some Captain America thing where he was like frozen in ice after the yeah. plane crash. No, but it but different the, Steve. Yeah, the fact that they laid into it and was just like No, yeah, we just brought him back with a wish, but you have to send him back later. And he's actually in this other guy's body. I was like, you know what? At least they're admitting that it's like nonsensical. And Chris Pine is a charming enough character where I That's didn't, true. where he won yeah. me over, anyways. Yeah, I love him. But, well, so here's my question: Why did he need to be in another person's body? That's that's the yes well, I want to uh, talk about the that. law of conservation of matter <laughs> states, and he can't just apparate. I guess we're talking about a movie where a girl can fly, make planes invisible. And ride on lightning using a truth lasso. Oh, that was but so. But the law of conservation me, of matter is gonna. That <laughs> made me really, really mad when she rode on the lightning with her. La- that looked so weird to me. It, she did it last time though. She did. Yeah, she rode on. Or did she harness it? Oh, my God, sorry. <laughs> That's the only <laughs> thing about recording in person though is you can hear every single <laughs> thunk. Mm-hmm. Three times over through all of our mics. My, I'll <laughs> just sit on I my know, hands. hands on laps, everybody. <laughs> um, well, there was something I was going to say about her lasso riding. It, the CGI in this movie looked really bad. Did anyone else notice? Like Cheetah, I think so. Uh, and, oh yeah, Cheetah no, the fight cats. scenes like, looked very. Cheetah gave me cats. Oh, else. she did. We almost did an episode on cats, guys. Do you remember? Oh <laughs> yeah. my and god! Instead, you I did us. a video essay about it. Can I just say my experience in the theater watching cats was like I was living in a surrealist painting. <laughs> it was crazy. Like I felt like the entire theater was going insane with me. And at the very end, I tried to uh, give you know some applause. I tried to stand up and give some applause, but unfortunately. Uh, you know, the rest of the theater just was not a very big fan of that. And, you know, the person I was sitting next to, Hallie, actually slammed me back down in my seat because she's like, you cannot applaud this movie. It's just absolutely not worth it. Standing ovation for cats. Yeah. Hilarious. That's a lot how I felt watching cats, though. It's like every time a new scene started, I I, I looked over to my friend with the same just (laughs) dead expression. It hurt to watch. But... Uh, Same with this movie. Apparently, no one learned from their mistakes and thought that was a good design for Cheetah. At least they gave her toes the first time. The first True. time? Yeah. Didn't cats, like, they didn't have Did they? Feet? I don't... I didn't try... You know, I think they had melded feet, right? Or, like, weird feet, oh, but they're just like, let's pa- give her the paws. <laughs> and her, her face looked a little bit more normal. Like, she yeah. had hair still, kind of. Uh, how did... Okay. 
All right, I have another question about that final fight. I thought that final... F- I have a lot of questions about the third act of this movie, sure. guys. <laughs> Not a lot makes sense. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, first things first, let's talk, about, let's talk a little bit more about Maxwell Lord's character. Uh, well, Pedro Pascal's character, Maxwell Lord. What is his motivation for being, like, evil? He doesn't seem like an evil guy. He wants money. He wants to yeah, be the best. He and he's been to be successful. I mean, this guy's, like, on the brink of bankruptcy, um, and, and he has this whole loser complex. So his whole thing is, like, I can't be... It's sort of like Donald Trump. Like, I can't be a loser. I have to win. Uh, so he does whatever it takes. In in his case, it's, I'm going to become the wish stone and get whatever I want from all these people. Oh, um, yeah, I guess that just didn't strike me very well. And, and also the fact that he just kind of, like turns i think i didn't understand his motivation as, as much because he turned back good so easily like i have a son yeah. you're right <laughs> bro the son i mean he, when he yeah. was like alistair's okay. here i'm he not started crying i'm not like gonna lie like outside the door that son was a trash child actor i'm not gonna i'm Rip not alistair. gonna cover it up alistair was like i, I can't even he was just not very good. He's just average, like Nickelodeon. He like was the Nickelodeon. Also, I love how Alistair is wishing for his dad to come back, but that's the one wish that Pedro Pascal does not grant. <laughs> <during the entire laughs> He's like, final sh- sh- not you. But then he renounces it and then goes. Like, why not go to that guy and then renounce your wish so you save yourself a plane ride? I just, I don't, I, right? it doesn't make sense. And he turns back good and... Through the power of love, not even like Wonder Woman beating him up, just like. But I would have liked to see him get beat up. There's no repercussion for him being evil. There really is. The last scene we see is him hugging his son, being like, Daddy's here. I'm going to make it right. You shouldn't be proud of me. And then then we see Diana meet pseudo Steve in the market square, and, Mm -hmm. and that's the end. He learned his lesson, James. That's. What lesson did he learn? That he has a son? That. He's a bad guy and he's needs to stop. My lesson is that I am model. fundamentally flawed. <laughs> <laughs> There's no redemption. <laughs> uh, and, and same with Barbara. Barbara didn't learn. All she learned was that even when she has Diana powers, she's still not good enough. Mm-hmm. That's, That's it. That's rough. Bar- yeah. Barbara was possibly my least favorite character in the movie. Her turn made no sense. I like. I don't get the oh, I'm not popular, so now I'm going to become the bully and murder everyone sort of trope. That hurt doesn't people hurt people. <laughs> That's not how that works. But like, it's, it's a, I think the villains in this movie don't know why they're evil. and that They really don't. It cheapens it. I thought, okay, I'm not going to lie. I think Barbara should have not turned into a cheetah. I think her leopard print, you know, leather jacket get up was enough of a villain look for her I, yeah no it's it's really dumb especially the way they worded the wish like i want to be the apex predator i know they oh came they edged us into not saying <laughs> cheetah like they i want to be a cheetah well, I could, and then because the promotional material is like cheetah guys this is cheetah she's the mm-hmm. villain cheetah is the villain of the movie yeah. and then in the actual film they're like i want to be an apex predator oh i love your like jungle animal print shoes diana and mm-hmm. it's like there's all this cheetah hinting there's cheetah coding but it's cheetah not coding. <laughs> cheetah never coding. and that i this is a personal uh nitpick with superhero movies i need them to have the characters be the characters like with the Please. villains especially mm-hmm. sure because with the villains like i love rogues galleries and all these mm-hmm. fun villains with their cool names i need you like if you're gonna include this villain in your movie commit to it Call him Vulture. Call him Dr. Octopus. Like, say their name. Don't just be like, oh, he's 
they, like in Homecoming, it's like, oh, he's Adrian Toomes. Is he Adrian Toomes? It's like, no, he's Vulture. His, yeah. Call him Vulture. I agree. Yeah. Well, like with Dr. Octopus, I get that Octopus is a really funny word. Like so Doc, Doc Ock. Doc Ock works. Like, that's fine with me. And I think the thing they're trying to, like, constantly go away from is making it sound ridiculous when you're trying to get this, you know, like, really sort of real movie going on. Mm-hmm. Like, Joker works because it's sort of like a cool, badass, like, serial killer yeah. movie. But, like, I don't know, Clayface? Like, if they actually had Clayface no, in man, the movies. I, I would want them to call him Clayface. No, I would, too, but it's just, like, they need to find a way to get around that. Usually it's, like, this is his alias type thing. Oh, but yeah, you're right. No, I think him. they should call Adrian Toomes, like, Like, every time she called her Barbara, I wanted her to be, like... Nah, it's Cheetah now. Like, it would have been so lame, mm. but at least they would have gone yeah. through with it. Instead of us having to guess that this is supposed to be Cheetah. It matches the tone of the movie, too. Like, the whole movie's ridiculous. So why not go, yeah. like, I'm yeah. Cheetah now. Or, or villains like, Max, like Maxwell Lord. Or um, Maxwell Lord reminds me a lot of uh, Aldrich Killian from... <sighs> from Iron Man 3, yes. who's another villain that I really didn't like, because he, he didn't... It's like, this is just a guy. This is just a dude. What's his villain name? Can you tell me? I, th- they based that movie off of the... Uh, is it Extremist or Extremist? It's one Iron Man comic that's re- really, really good. I forget if the guy actually had like a villain name. I think he might have just been called Killian. And that's why I don't like it. I just I need them to be, have a villain I name. need them to because they're not comically villainous until they have a comically super villain name mm-hmm. like I can't take Aldrich Killian or Maxwell like Aldrich. if Maxwell Lord was like Mr. Wish or something <laughs> even then I would have been like I see you as a fully fledged villain now like you're really, not a super it's just the name you're not a super villain until you have a super villain name I think yeah Whoa. I mean it bothers me more that it took over like an hour and 45 minutes for Cheetah to Cheetah. Yeah. True. It, she mm-hmm. didn't Cheetah till the very end. Re- like, the very end. Like, after she beat up, oh, Mr. Harasser dude. We're like, all right, we're seeing the shift. Yeah. yeah. This movie took a while to get where it was going. I th- yeah. Mm-hmm. And just, it was kind of all over the place. Like, why did we go to Cairo? We went to Egypt in this movie we for some reason. Hey, it was cool. It was really cool. It was cool. That was okay. I will say the action pieces, for as weird as they looked CGI wise, I thought were fun enough. Well, actually, no, I lied about that. It's not cool. I just wanted to make the movie feel good for a second. It's really bad. It's stupid as all hell. Like, how do you have a Wonder Woman movie and then her main opponent in the Cairo fight is a bunch of trucks? The like Saudis, Wonder Woman versus the Saudis. Like, I, why did this so movie weird. have a Saudi Arabian like oil have, crisis subplot? Well, I have no. It idea. had that in like a racial Middle Eastern, yeah, and a lot of Soviet like, yeah, and then racial like the random um like when all the wishes are getting granted. Uh, like, I wish you Irish, da 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 da. And I was like, whoa, like, that came out. I was, like, I feel no. represented. Mm-hmm. I was like, dang, my stripes. <laughs> the amount of redheads in this film was, I think, a little pandering to uh, to the redhead <laughs> audience. As a redhead myself, I'm allowed to say that. Uh, there was way too many redheaded people, if we're being quite honest. Wait, who? Well, they had the whole, like, Irish bit there. And oh, if you yeah. just look around, like, the malls, there's people with, like, fiery red hair. Like huh. every other scene, it's really crazy. Uh, it's an Easter yeah. egg, actually. They're all Starfire. Yeah, they're all, <laughs> all Starfire. Starfire. Every single person, Starfire. Yeah. I would. I would like to say one little note that I thought was funny. I think it's a nice pun that Cheetah got catcalled. 
Uh, and that is the only thing I have to say on that. I didn't even think about that. Oh man, that's good. I think knowing that she was, I think knowing that she was Cheetah helped for me because there's a lot of Cheetah hinting. Like yeah, in the very first interaction with Diana, she's like wearing Cheetah print. Diana's wearing Cheetah print shoes, and Barbara's like, "Oh, I like those." Uh, and my dad pointed out actually that her last name is Minerva, which is like the Roman version of Athena. So it's like kind of oh. some hinting that she's going to be like, cause Diana's kind of like a goddess type, you know, yeah. Amazonian, mm-hmm. whatever. So, I mean that little name, na- clever name stuff, like she's going to, you know, become anti Diana. And I thought it was a good contrast, like in the fight with, uh, in, in the white house, there was a fight in the white house too. This guy's it guys, this, mo- this so movie's much. a journey. Um, I thought it was cool seeing like Diana try so hard not to kill people, and then Cheetah's just like throwing folks. She is murdering. Yeah. Well, so like I think you bring up a good point where it's like there's a fight at the White House, there's a fight in Cairo, there's a fight at all these wacky places. I think they could have leaned into it more. Like, yeah. if they want to go with this crazy tone that they're going for, Riot on Lightning style, like why are they not having Diana like smash a pyramid in half? Like or they, or, or they should have done like an Indiana Jones montage thing where the, you see the plane go on the map like doo, 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 yeah exactly yes, <laughs> we're in yeah. Cairo now like if you want to make it pulpy then make it pulpy but like don't try and make this a serious emotional movie but then also really goofy and wacky like what are you what's your tone here yeah, yeah like is this all about def- the truth or is this all about having just a fun time yeah it definitely had tonal issues like the beginning like the opening fight scene in the mall i was like oh all right this is giving me camp this is giving yeah. me like kind of like goofy. yeah 80s and then it was like back to my dead boyfriend and i was oh, like oh yeah <laughs> it, lose you. it was really weird i think it should have leaned into the goofy more i think the yeah. goofy is what worked in this movie like, i agree all the 80s fun stuff with Diana and Steve was my favorite parts of the movie. I thought that was great, campy, blah, blah, blah. Um, I just think this movie had a lot of the serious stuff. A lot of it could have been cut, and a lot of it was, like, not important and just not well delivered. Like, the opening scene, the American, you know, the Amazonian Ninja Warrior. Loved it. Great. Loved it. It was fun. It was also way too long. And, like, well, it has no purpose. Like Because they never come back to it. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's the truth, James. They said the word truth in there, which means it means something. I I thought they were, I I thought they were going to do some, like, thing at the last second where, like, maybe die, like, you know, like, bookend it, you know? maybe Oh, a shortcut. A later year. Yeah, yeah, just something to just bring us something just to bring something to bring us back. Maybe an older Diana doing it and yeah. not taking the shortcutter. Mm-hmm. But I guess it kind of works cuz Diana doesn't like take any short Does she learn to not take shortcuts or lie? I mean, she, I mean, I guess maybe with Steve's Steve? sending Steve yeah. back. Yeah, that that was good. But that's that like was a sort of a stretch. Of... I don't know. It was a very well acted scene though. I think them saying goodbye was for yeah, sure that very was, that got me. That was the emotional uh like big impact of yeah. the film. See, that's well, the thing, is they have these great, like, really dramatic actors. Like, Chris Pine is so good. Gal Gadot is so good. Gadot, I I don't know anymore. Like, all these people are such great dramatic actors, but then they're like, we're, what, we're all so campy at the same time. It's like, yeah. get your actors right. If you have these guys, then why don't you just make something like the first Wonder Woman? Yeah. Where, where you had this sort of, like, cool regal tone throughout all of it, and it was this fish-out-of-water story. Like, that's really interesting for a superhero movie. And then you just made this one another superhero movie. Yeah, this is just like every other superhero movie. Yeah, like the other one at least had some original ideas that they, you know, absolutely threw away in the third act with like Ares coming back. Yeah. But like, I mean, come on, Patty Jenkins. 
her big thing was that in the first movie, she did not have a lot of executive control. And she was blaming people like Zack Schneider for making the third act of that movie really, really bad. So then the studio gave her like nearly full control on this movie where she was, I think, a producer, a screenplay uh, writer, and then, yeah, no, just producer and screenplay writer in addition to director. So she, like, wow. this was her story and yeah. it flopped. So I wonder why they got Zack Schneider to try and rework whatever the hell she was doing in the first movie because I don't think she has the capability to like, write a coherent film if this is like her best like most passionate effort that she's done i guess so like not to bash on her too bad like it wasn't totally incoherent like it wasn't terrible it I would, broke a lot of rules it broke a lot of rules we've been talking for 20 minutes about all the rules that's that you're, you're right you're right but i just want to like i think there have been worse superhero movies than wonder woman 84 oh sure like yes. i think that there's a lot of good things about it but she just strayed so far away from like what made the first movie good. I guess so. There's yeah, a lot of, I can see that. There's a lot of Marvel movies that are worse than this. Honestly, I'd say yeah. like this is probably this is maybe <laughs> like sucks. this is on par with a low like a low tier Marvel movie. But there are some pretty crappy Marvel movies that I don't think people hate on enough. I think Thor: yeah. The Dark World deserves way more hate. I think Marvel at its worst is is boring. Is yeah, I think which this movie is boring too. Well. Yeah. I would say I would watch this movie more readily than Thor The Dark World. Same. Because this movie is so crazy. Like, yeah. I think that this has, like, a so bad it's 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 good appeal a little bit. The camp really helps. Like, if you just sort of forget that this is meant to be, like, a plot, and you're just, like, pretty fight scene, go, and, like, you just keep going along that path, mm -hmm. then, you know, you can watch it. But it just, it feels like it was such a big swing, and I can appreciate the the risk that was taken doing it, but when you had a great base and then you squander it like this, I I don't know. I'm going to call it Ant-Man and the Wasp tier. I, I would put this maybe on par with Ant-Man and the Wasp. I think that movie is much more capable than this one, but I think that this, that Wonder Woman was more entertaining, personally. I, I agree. I'll say that. What about Captain Marvel? Uh, is this is Captain actually Marvel probably here? pretty comparable to Captain Marvel. I would no, say. No, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Like the Captain hype, Marvel. like the, the hype parallels. Did not <laughs> I want to say, um, I would not like to be friends with any of the characters in this movie except for Stick Chris Pine. I oh, would yeah. I would not want to be friends with Diana Ross at all. She seems like such a prick. It, it, <laughs> in the workplace environment, she's like, I don't typically attend the galas. I think people who are really concerned with helping the museum don't need to throw gals for it and then she went to the gala anyways like <laughs> oh yeah don't put on a whole show about it if you're gonna yeah. go anyways i think the funniest thing about the movie is diana just constantly shutting guys down like the entire <laughs> the time whole thing. really funny laughing her just like no and it's realistic too because <laughs> really everyone is. wants to be with gal Gadot. it was like what yep. and then and uh, yeah God, no she was just a little too I feel like she never became fully human. Like, she still has a little yeah. bit of that alien thing that just makes her kind of a prick. Oh kind of condescending. Yeah, very Which, like, condescending. I think Barbara mm -hmm. points out where yeah, it was like, like, oh, poor me, I don't understand anything. Oh, and, and I think she doesn't, like, she's not trying to be. Like, it's a fish no, out of water yeah. thing. But she's just very, like, holier than thou. Very uppity. Yes, yeah. gosh. It's so, <laughs> anytime she interacts with normal humans, I'm like, oh, shut up. Please. <laughs> but then when she's with Chris Pine, I'm like, this is lovely. Yes. Because Chris Pine's the only one who knows how to handle Wonder Woman in this movie. Like that's they, true. their chemistry is is excellent, I think. Yeah. Well, because Wonder Woman's such an imposing figure and he's like 
well, I know you. You need to let me go and kill me. And she's like, no, don't kill me. That'd be horrible. But then she ends up doing it in that really emotional scene. I do want to say, uh, very briefly, Patty Jenkins has only made one, finished one other full-length movie besides Wonder Woman and what Wonder it, Woman what 2. It? What is it? It's this movie called Monster. Uh, oh, with... The, wait, Theron, the oh yeah. I don't know what this movie. It's the is. Warnos movie. It actually yeah. got an the Warnos movie. Yeah. What it, is a Warnos? Well, it's uh, what what's her name? Her last name is Warnos, but she was a serial killer. She was like a hooker, and she would like kill men. Oh. And it's actually really interesting. That's huh. how Charlize Theron got her Oscar, actually. Oh. Yeah. So crazy that so that movie was made in the year of my birth, two thousand three. Uh, and then 14 years later was Wonder Woman. Yeah. Wow. wow. So I have a break. I have no clue, but those are the only full-length movies that she's made according to, to Wikipedia. The other wow. stuff is just short films. So Cleopatra and Star Wars Rogue Squadron are like, this is still very early on into her career. She did Rogue Squadron? She's going to do right. Rogue Squadron. And what is oh. Cleopatra? Oh. Cleopatra Talk to me about Cleopatra I heard you guys talk I about it I want to talk I about well, Cleopatra I was, Cam, She knows a lot more I about was Cleopatra up the, than the, I do the, no. the, I was setting up the audio And I heard a uh, lot of passionate conversation about Cleopatra Well Well Cleopatra is just Not a lot is released about it But it's essentially just going to be Another anthology type Film Where it's Gal Gadot And um Patty Jenkins back together again, dream team. Love to see it. <laughs> but my main problem is that why in the year of our Lord, 2020, going into <laughs> 2021, are we still casting? Like, I know Gal Gadot is a person of color, but like white passing people of color in Cleopatra, is, like we've done, done, we've done, did this. Is is Gal Gadot white passing? Y yes. Yeah. How white? Wait. H have you yes. looked at Gal Gadot? <laughs> Compared to me, I think you, if I was standing next to Gal Gadot, she's picture, like spicy white. Picture me and Gal Gadot in a room. Which one of these two is a person of color? Well, you're very white, so that's not like a good comparison. That's like me you're gonna going say that's to not room. a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> I must renounce my my anglicism. No, but if you had to look at Gal Gadot and say, is this a person of color or is she white? Oh, if I heard her talk, I think I'd be able to tell. Well, but sure. Yeah, she but has just the like Israeli looking accent. at her. Uh, yeah, I guess. I don't know. I mean, she's kind of like olive skinned, right? See, I've never understood that because olives are green. So like it's like the undertone. Well, because olives are green or like pitch black. Yeah, it's really. Am I the only one that's confused by this? What does that mean, olive skinned? I think it's more. I hear it referred to Italians a lot as olive. Yeah, skinned. I think it's more about the it sounds um, racist geography in which olives uh, are usually were like widely. So it is a little racist. It is kind of racist. Uh, I feel what. I mean, like, not, like, blatantly, uh, I heard, but I feel like it's, like, It's like, a, it's like a saying African-American, like, black people have chocolate, you know, like, chocolate Chocolate, it's like that. peanut butter, Because, <laughs> <laughs> okay, I learned the term olive-skinned from Rick Riordan. He would always refer to Nico Vasquez as olive-skinned. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Maybe it's mean? closer to like sun olive oil? Like that shade, Maybe. Yellow? Green Go makes boy. more or yellow <laughs> makes more sense than green. I'll be that's real with you. That's fair. Know. That's fair. I think uh speaking of Italian slander, I was watching uh It's a Wonderful Life because that was like at the peak of, you know, that was before Italians were considered white people, and so they were like racist towards Italians too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um 
and they would call them like garlic eaters. Like they were like James is Italian for. I'm Italian. I I've reclaimed this term. Um, but there was like a, there was an Italian. Uh, I just made my co-hosts die over there. <laughs> Dude, um, don't do that when I'm drinking water, man. <laughs> I've reclaimed the term. Reclaimed the but term. they were like, because the main character in It's a Wonderful Life is friends with um, the Italians. He, like, sells them houses. And they were like, oh, he hangs out with the garlic munchers. And I was like, what? <laughs> it was because I've been, I've never faced any sort of discrimination. I mean, granted, I'm not that Italian, but, like, it was just weird to see people, like, mm-hmm. slandering. It was like, you guys are white nowadays. Like, it yeah. just didn't make sense to me. Well, garlic's really tasty, too, so I don't get why that's such an insult. It, granted, if someone munched garlic, I probably wouldn't want to be around them until they brush sure, their teeth. Sure, sure. You know, fair yeah. enough. All this to say, back to Cleopatra. I'm glad you've reclaimed the term, James. That's great. That's, oh, that's yeah. awesome. Proud garlic muncher. <laughs> so when is when is Cleopatra coming out, then? Ooh. Charlie? Uh, God knows. Like 20, 20, uh, 22? My... Wait, what studio? What is Cleo? Who's doing this? I don't... I just saw the announcement. Is it DC? Is it I don't think... I don't no, think it's, like, attached really to... really weird. Okay, I wasn't... It's here. not Cleopatra, but it's a superhero movie. Girl, it's just another... What? Gal Gadot's playing another, another character. <laughs> Gal Gadot has two characters she, she plays. She just, like, switches wigs. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Well, my question is, why is this movie being made? Cleopatra? I have no idea. Why do we need another Cleopatra film? We How many don't. have there been? Have I, I don't think I've seen There's been a, a lot. lot. Really? Yeah. Huh. Cleopatra's like one of the most famous women of all of history. Oh. And her story has been told 10,000 times. We need yeah. a, a new Joan of Arc. We haven't had a Joan yeah. of Arc movie well, in a while. Making a movie about Cleopatra is like making a movie about Lincoln. Like everybody knows uh, what's going on. But there's right? like one clear good Lincoln movie that stands above the rest. Though. Sure, but a lot of the classic Cleopatras are really good from what I hear. I mean, huh. you know, they're still whitewashed and everything, but like, you know. Yeah. And apparently there's also stage productions of oh. uh, of some Cleopatra things. Huh. But like Golden Age Hollywood had had that sort of Cleopatra thing down. Cause You're that's how right. Lived. I've heard a lot about. Uh, I have heard of like old Cleopatra movies, but there are twelve. Twelve. Yeah. Jeez. We got Antony and Cleopatra. Multiple. One in oh nineteen oh eight. 1913, 1959, 1974 TV drama, a 2015 film, and then we have another Cleopatra film, all named Cleopatra, in 1917, 1934, 1963, 1970, then Cleopatra's second husband, and then a movie called Zulfikar, which she's in as well. Does she make an appearance in any of the mummy movies? Uh, No. No, I'm actually a mummy scholar. No, she does not. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I remember in the movie trivia, Charlie was Mr. Mummy. Mr. Well, mummy. okay, the original mummy, not like the original, original mummy, but the one with uh, Brendan Fraser is one of the best action movies of all time. I will I die do on like that hill. Brendan is Frazier. that the one with CGI Scorpion Dwayne Johnson? No, 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 no. You're thinking of Scorpion King, buddy. That is a different <laughs> oh, it mummy is? movie. That haunts uh, my dreams. Is that in the, the MCU, the Mummy Cinematic Universe? Yes, actually it is, which is the crazy part. <laughs> oh, my gosh. No, but Brendan Fraser's The Mummy, the first one, is like really, really good. So mm. I highly recommend that everyone watches that. If uh, you're wondering why we're not talking about Wonder Woman 84 right now, it's because there's not much to say. Yeah. What do you want me to say about it? Um, it's bad. Say one good thing about Wonder Woman 84. Steve. Say a, a, one good thing about Wonder Woman 84 that's not 
about Chris Pine? Ooh, costume design. Oh, um, uh, elaborate. Tell us more okay. about the costume design. So the costume design, most it's mostly just period stuff, which is yeah. like, you know, it's, it's enjoyable. It's, it's, enjoyable. Yeah. it's impressive. Um, I was definitely like paying attention to the all gold suit because I've been hyped for the all gold suit. Um, one question about the all gold suit. How in the world? Where did she get it? Well, it was in her apartment. Well, she looted it off of the dead corpse of another Amazonian. <laughs> right, right. No, my question is... But she is, wasn't dead because of the oh, after yeah, scene. Yeah. Uh, huh? So, so... You didn't... You didn't watch the after credits? No. James Wait, okay, okay. Movie let's, and left. Let's wrap up the gold suit thing first. My question is, we didn't see her take it with her. Like, she wasn't carrying it It was it like a two-second was... scene. She took it? Well, yeah, because there's the scene where she's, like, talking to Steve about it. Right. And then when she's doing her flight thing, there's, like, a two-second scene, if you blink, you miss it, where she's in, like, her apartment, and, like, she's in like one frame and then the suits kind of like oh, off to the side. I must have missed that. And then she shows up in it. Because as far as I know, she hit she left in her wonder suit, wonder suit. carrying Wait. nothing and hit the ground in the gold armor. <laughs> Wait, no, you're right, because she was flying and then she got to the island. In the gold suit. She landed in the gold suit. It was suit. a two second thing. It no, was but like so even if she was looking at it in the apartment, she wasn't carrying she it. Had, she had she didn't right? have a backpack on with it. <laughs> she she's got the lasso of truth in the back with, with just the gold it's just suit all wrapped behind up. Her. Yeah. I will say I wish I got to see her utilize the wings more in the Kills fight. A pelican yeah. on the way there. That's what I that's my complaint about it, because <clears throat> these wings, the lore of the wings is that Asteria held off like mankind with those mm-hmm. rings. Yeah. And she is just gonna shred them like that. <laughs> Pull some eighth <laughs> amendment. <laughs> well, because all Galgano like, did was like stand there and get herself beaten up. Like, do you think that's what Asteria did? Is just sort of sit there in well, her she bubble? Did, she did well, yeah, the same did, move like, in the, the flashback. Well, yeah, but she held like, everybody girl. off. I wanted to see um, Galgano do some like wing moves, you know? Like, yeah. Or like launch the feathers at like, yeah. she, like something hawks. cool. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> hawks. Like, Please no. Something. Let's not talk about that. <laughs> oh gosh. Well, like why is it even there? It's just there to prolong the fight scene. And does it's she, not like a special yeah. power. She doesn't get an, well her, her uh, oomph. Shockwave yeah, but it doesn't even no. work. And I just want to talk about how brutal she, what, this is what I think the way Barbara like died, even though she somehow mm-hmm. didn't die, like was kind of she fun. Al- oh she man. let though she, I they kept <laughs> cutting to that wire like sparky wire yeah. and I was like oh <laughs> my question is oh maybe the suit grants electricity immunity because oh, yeah because <laughs> yeah she's just fine I thought that Diana Ross was gonna like jump out of the water at the last second. She, no, she holds she her whips in it. <laughs> she holds her down. The like, only go to sleep, way go to, sleep, go to sleep that that could work is that traditionally the Amazonians were made out of clay. So <gasps> oh, that's huge. That is the only way in my mind that that is right. And, and we'll run with that. All my Pokemon yeah. players know that electric type attacks <laughs> have no effect on ground type Pokemon. <laughs> so that's actually huge. I'm gonna. That's my new headcanon, yeah. Is that because she's made of clay? She's immune. Mm-hmm. I have one more pet peeve. Um, Please. Just one? So, yes. That I just wanted... Well, two. <clears throat> you, you reminded me. So, I love how we have the whole montage of Steve not knowing anything. Like, that was cute. But we jump from him not knowing what a trash can is to let's have him fly a modern plane. 
Well, he just thought it was art. Like, he did. He did kind of like fiddle around for a while. He was like engine. I think it's like cars. Like an old. You could probably drive an old car. You'd like have a to, bicycle type. I don't no, know no, no. stick, man. That's like a well. I, okay, listen. I I know stick. <laughs> <laughs> you ha, you'd have to like fiddle around. Maybe like oh, here's the turn signal. Okay, the pedals are down here now. Okay. Yeah. But like, but it's a plane. <laughs> but it's I mean, a plane. But he, it's a fighter jet. Actually. But he was like, but you thing. saw him kind of fiddle, like, uh, engines here. Like, mm-hmm. I'm sure it's the same rough procedure. Right? I'm glad he was used to the G forces that those planes can go up to as well. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Like, his oh, face rip off. <laughs> Which was, yeah, I. It's crazy to me that they did the fish out of water again, but shorter on the guy that was like. Yeah, that's kind of fun. It. Yeah. Is it? It wait, feels repetitive. Wait a minute. Is you it, it, did not get away from answering the question. What is one good thing, aside from Chris Pine, that you liked about this movie? Uh, uh, oh, man, this is dead time. Our, like our, our audience retention. Audience the ginger. Retention. No, that's a great thing. I loved the ginger representation in this movie. Okay. I thought the fact that they had ginger people was, was great. Ginger was really good. Mm-hmm. I'm ginger reclaiming folks. the term carrot top as well. <laughs> Isn't that a person? Yeah, that's a comedian. Oh, I've always <laughs> heard is, of him, yeah. but I've never... Which I don't get, because the top of a carrot is green. Yeah. Maybe so it's not like... Not carrot top as in, like, top as of a like carrot. Carrot top as in, like a my carrot. top has a carrot, right? <laughs> my top has a carrot, <laughs> yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Carrot top, my top. Oh, James, yeah, what's yeah, one yeah, thing gosh. you liked about Wonder Woman? Um, the soundtrack. I oh, thought the score was good. Wonder Woman's like theme is a banger. That it really is. Yeah, it's so good. Hans went off. That is such a like. I remember seeing the first one and hearing that, and I was like, like you know, in Soul when they're like astral project, and I was like, or in Doctor Strange when she like touches this thing and he flies back. That was me when I heard the Wonder Woman theme. And so it took him a while to play it in this movie, but then once they played it once. Every scene, Every they were time. like, "Hey, let's." Da, 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 da. <laughs> it's the one good thing they have on that soundtrack, honestly, and it was so good. So yeah. I liked that, and that—that's what mm-hmm. I liked about Wonder Woman '84. Why 1984? That's such a cursed year. Like <laughs> George cursed. Orwell really added a negative connotation to the year 1984. Oh yeah, oh, no, you're yeah. right. You know, no, this—that had to be intentional, right? Well, I maybe not really though, because it doesn't touch on any of the themes of the. Book? It doesn't. I don't know why they would choose to. Well, Truth. The eighties are so the played theme. out, right? But they could have picked any other number from eighty to eighty-nine, like, and it would have aesthetically looked just the same. But their whole WW84 campaign yeah. would have mm-hmm. kind of been WW8. Like, I just, just like, I mean, they had to have known. Surely, some executive was like, uh, "Sir, there's already a book called 1984," and uh, I read it. Whew, Yikes. <laughs> uh, but like why? Why 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 Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four do you think? I would have liked Wonder Woman two thousand six. I think that would have been the much better film. It's just low rise jeans oh. and yeah. <laughs> Wonder Woman uh Wonder Woman twenty thirteen and everyone's making vines. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh. Like, I got a vine of Wonder Woman saving also when she's in Syria. The way that they just skip over her full force landing on two children. Oh my gosh, how did they not break bones? <laughs> how did they not break She's like, this is my our little secret, them with like a broken yeah, leg. Yeah, they're like hobbling away. <laughs> I, I was going to say something. Why is Wonder Woman trying to hide her existence so much in this movie? Like, <sighs> I guess because she doesn't wear a mask. And people would be like, oh, that's Diana Ross. 
I know, it's one <laughs> step Diana worse Ross? than the Superman. A black name? woman? <gasps> What's her last name again? Prince. <laughs> a different black person. <laughs> a different black person. See? Oh, no. I fully living. thought it was Diana Ross. I think I've said that a few times this episode now. Maybe. Oh, they should not come why, did, why didn't they not go with the alliteration game and have her be like Diana Duncan or something? You know, because that's the dumbest name of a. Well, this Peter, <laughs> Peter Parker. Peter Parker. Casey Clark. Hey, Casey Clark. I do yeah. not want to hear you talk. Oh, <gasps> okay. I'm being exposed, The letters are different, like, but the also, phonetics. Well, are technically, the same. it's not even alliteration because it's the CL sound instead of just the K sound. So, so K and Kla are two different. I beg to differ. Or Clarissa Clark. Oh, oh, okay. Well, there we go. I so, did it to yeah, Now we got it. Yep. Um, and then I, I, I swear I had one last thing to say about, about Wonder Woman 84. Um, oh, how can you consent when you're not in your own body? Huh? Unpack that one for me. Walk step by That walk, made immediate sense to me. Walk me through this one. I'm, Thank you, Charlie. Did they? Because James. my whole thing. <laughs> James is like, how, 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 how Nazi time work? I don't understand. Stop, 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 stop. <laughs> no, because no, they're just both sitting shirtless in the bed, James. Stop, that's I get I'm not listening, listen. <laughs> but like, he, no, that's him. That's Chris Pine at this point. No, it's not. It's she just imagines like, it as body Chris Pine. <laughs> She's just a schizo <laughs> the this whole time. She is a schizo the oh, entire time. No. no, no, it is very clear that it is that guy's body, but she just only sees Chris Pine. <laughs> Well, right, but, but I mean, it's implied that that is Chris Pine in there, like... Well, like, his his personality, sure, but it's not his body by any means. I see. The dude doesn't yeah. look like so Chris Pine. So did the, the body host, then, when he comes back... I mean, will he, he ever know? He would have scored with Wonder Woman, yeah. But he'll never know. Oh he'll my never God, know. Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh yeah, I was kind of frustrated, because Diana makes this whole point about, like, I'll never love again. And then uh, mm -hmm. we just gonna pretend that Bruce Wayne in the uh, the Justice oh, League dang. movie they didn't yeah. have some chemistry there. Sparks yeah. flew. <laughs> <laughs> have you guys watched or is the Snyder Cut out yet for Justice League? Isn't Jared? I uh, know, but I heard Jared Leto's Joker's gonna be oh, in it. Oh, oh yeah, disgusting. Gross. Why though? How does that even work? I don't. I don't know. For what? Okay, Snyder is also dumb. I will say that that Patty Jenkins might have screwed this one up. Snyder definitely screwed the last one up. And yeah. like all of the movies that he's, he's done, with, done with Ben Affleck, like mm -hmm. I don't I don't understand how you're so bad at like just making movies. Like why can't you just make them less gritty and less dumb? And how Zack yeah. Snyder? How different is he gonna make it? Even like people are hyped. It's at, like violence. Well, that was the one yeah. thing that was missing from Justice League is a bad Joker. Yeah, you know, like <laughs> the whole movie would have been tied together by a subpar performance of one of DC's best characters. I want to I I want to see them. Build on. Do you think Joker is ever going to be connected to anything else, like the Joaquin Phoenix one? I think that will always be standalone. Right? They're saying I, that the Batman is same oh, universe. Really? Oh, okay, yeah. wait. I'm kind of. You know right. what? That's cool with me. Actually, yeah. That's I'm great. fine with that. Yeah. I just. Are really we excited like for the Batman? The I'm kind of excited. I'm excited. Uh, I'm Robert Pattinson's great. Yeah. I love our. We'll Pat. talk more. We'll about talk Robert about our Pat later. Yeah, our Pat. <laughs> oh boy, but I. Um, can you guys think of anything else you possibly want to say about this movie? Oh. We should explain the end credit scene. Oh, yeah, because I didn't see it. Just real quick. Oh, yeah. Spoiler alert if, if you didn't see it either. We're about yeah. to teach you. Basically, the end credit scene is uh, the old actress for Wonder Woman. Linda Carter. Linda Carter. Uh, she is playing... Asteria. Asteria. The, like, the original, the OG Wonder Woman. Uh, yeah, and she, like, saves somebody from getting hit with, like, a light post or something. Uh, so 
which is hinting towards the fact that she's going to come back and work with Gal Gadot, Gal Gadot, yes, in the next movie, Wonder Woman 3. Oh, one, that, that'll be Wonder Woman uh, 1999. Yeah. Yeah. It's actually going to be Wonder Woman 2077. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> cyberpunk <laughs> crossover. Oh, cyberpunk. <laughs> Uh, wonder. I, I thought it was cool how this movie tried to explain a lot of historical events, sort of alternate history. Maybe they'll do yeah. Wonder Woman 2020, and she's like, he's in Wuhan. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Poison's back. Dr. Oh, no. Poison's back. is the <laughs> movie. <laughs> oh, no. Dr. That's it, though? That's the whole end credits? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, then she just walks off. It she was, looks it was, great, by the she way. She does look Wait, how, old is how she do we know that it's Asteria? Did she say, like, my name is Asteria? Like, well, if yes, you wait no, she later, actually does say that. Yeah. yeah. And then it's oh. like special for appearance <laughs> Linda Carter as Austeria, yeah. like a oh, second after. Oh, I see. Okay. It's like just in case you didn't get it. Well, I don't mm-hmm. think I missed much then, honestly. You really didn't. I didn't know. It was a pretty lame end credits, I oh, will say. DC ones always are, though. I thought it was going to be Jason Momoa, low key. I don't know. I thought it w- Jason Momoa is my favorite bro out of he every really bro is. to ever bro. Yeah, he's pretty cool. He likes motorcycles and knives and rock climbing. And it's like how and more... And like hammer belts. Like his hammer belts. We will get Jason Momoa on here for an interview because we have a channel through somebody else. Uh, not like a YouTube channel, but like a, a yeah, We have a different way. <laughs> Jason Momoa Socratic <laughs> fan page. Mm-hmm. Give it a sub. We know Jason Momoa by proxy. So uh, just saying. Doesn't Isn't there like a thing where everyone... Is connected to everyone else yes. through like two or three links. Everyone's connected to Kevin Bacon by seven degrees. I, I, I yes. There's only one person <laughs> between me and uh, Mr. Trump. I think I worked at a summer camp with someone who. I'd like for there Trump. to be really? more than one person. <laughs> I was saying, it wasn't by choice. It wasn't by choice. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I guess by that logic, two away from Biden then, because Trump to Biden is a pretty easy. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Just a skip yeah. and a hop. Also from Xi Jinping. Or, uh, or oh yeah, whatever his name is, Rob, and and Obama though. So I'm gonna, go, I'm gonna think about that Obama. one instead. Mm-hmm. All right, I think that's it, go guys. Uh, thanks, thanks for listening. This is the first part in our five part recordathon series. We're gonna try and record five episodes today. Um, last year we got like seven, so I think we could do it. I think we can do it. I think we can do it. It's gonna take yeah. a lot of work. Um, it's gonna take a lot. You guys gotta help us. By subscribing to our YouTube channel and, and li- paying us money on and, Patreon, and joining our Patreon and liking and commenting to uh, join our Patreon to get episodes early, and check out the link tree in our Instagram bio for all our social media platforms and things like that. Uh, I feel really weird spieling in front of you guys. It's kind of embarrassing. No, keep spieling, James. Uh, I like it when you spiel. I don't have much more to spiel. Our Instagram, you can find us at Socratic underscore Cinema. On is it? Uh, is there an underscore? Uh. Yeah, sure. Um, sure. Yes, on Instagram, there's an underscore. Cratic underscore cinema. And from there, you can click our link tree in our bio to get to all our other wonderful platforms, including our Patreon and our Twitter and our Facebook and everything else. And like and comment on uh, this video and let us know what you thought of Wonder Woman 84. Was it a Blunder Woman 84 or nah? I think it was kind of a Blunder <laughs> Woman, not going to lie. But, yeah, we'll see you guys in, like, 15 minutes when we start recording the next podcast. I'm sorry, Patty Jenkins. I didn't mean it all the way. Like, 80% of that I meant. Wish us luck, team. Uh, Socratic Cinema over and out. Adios. Adios.